Hey folks, welcome to another uh, special it's delay like a bonus edition. Episode. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, see, we did this delay at Gunnersville. Right. You know, so we're kind of postponements are kind of our specialty. Um, we're dialed in on it. But yeah, we sure. are down here. We're at Sam Rayburn on what would be day four, but it's actually an off day for the first FLW Tour event of the season. I got Kyle Wood. I got Sam George, FLW rookie, made his first top ten. Is uh, going to be fishing tomorrow on Monday. Um, so we should have a good time here, I would say. I think so. We're hanging out in this cool little, like, condo thing for the week. It's nice and cozy. Oh, yeah. we're not here for the week, but Sam was. Yeah. <laughs> well, We're the condo he up. was in for the week. Okay. Right? I like That's it. That's right. We're living big. Yes, yeah, sir. For sure. Um, I guess, uh, Kyle, I'll ask you first. What yeah. do you think about the delay? Or, well, postponement. Because it was pretty nasty this morning, and I feel like everybody thought that was pretty much the right call, but... I've never been at a tour event where we've been fishing on Monday. I don't yeah. even remember if we've had one. Yeah, and I think there's a couple things that go into it. A, uh, obviously, safety, big deal, right? So you get, you know, top 10. Now with live, you have, like, camera guys. You have really expensive equipment running around out there. You have chase boats with, you know, you and me in them and other photographers and sometimes marshals sometimes marshals other people like there's just there's a lot more than just the 10 dudes fishing that go into it when i woke up i had a text from my boat driver at like 4 30 and he's like man there's no way you're going today and i was like well i mean i don't know like a little bit of wind bill's usually kind of on the lines that these guys are professionals so we're gonna do what we do got to the lake and then i was kind of like dang he ain't kidding like yeah. There were some serious rollers coming into the yeah, ramp. Yeah, and it really wasn't blowing crazy hard. It's, it's wind direction more than anything. Yeah, I mean, it was coming right down the chute and, of the lake. Yeah, if it had been, like, way more out, if it had been more out of the west or out of the east. Yeah, I don't think there yeah. would have been you any issue. Gone. And, I mean, there's there's a lot of extra water in that lake right now, too. You know, yeah. There's nowhere for it to really there's break. There's stuff you know? floating around. Like, yeah. I mean, you don't see a That's, lot of big floaters, but when you do, I mean, there are big. some things. Yeah. And on a day like that, if you're running around, yeah. now you can't see it till it's on your bow and you probably hit it. And exactly. I think I think a good call was made. I, I totally agree. I think also that if live wasn't a thing, like if we didn't have live, you might have went today. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I, I feel um, like that factored into it a little bit, like which will be good. Right now, you know, people can, on Monday, you're in the office, you can pull it up on a tab, let it roll, watch live. Yeah, I Work actually, less, that's always good. We're probably going to get better live numbers on Monday than we would have on Sunday. Like, yeah, for sure. People are going to be sitting in there, sitting around, watching fishing. <clears throat> instead of watching football or whatever, or actually working. Yeah. So it's going to be great. Um, if you wanted to come to the tournament, less great. We might end up having championship Mondays all the time. Hey, I've been like, pushing <laughs> for that. I, Dude, I uh, think if you make the top 12, you should get Sunday off and then fish Monday. I kind of like this. Hey, I was all about... Let's uh, take a vote. Hey, I'm going to yeah. I'm all about the, like, we went and got some breakfast. Like, the entire top 10 was getting breakfast. Pretty much. Like, nice and chill. Tacklatic bought, bought my breakfast. Yeah. There you go. Uh -huh. Dang, mm -hmm. I should have got there sooner. <laughs> FLW bought your breakfast. Well, that's, true. You were, that's true. You were okay. That's true. Uh, I, I also want to say, stores. With, we did get to go to tackle stores. You found stores. limited edition hooks. I found some hooks they don't make anymore. Those VMC sure sets. Oh, yeah. They're a fantastic hook for tip-up fishing Northern Pike. 
never put I've never put them on a crankbait. If I'm ever looking to fight fish, or if you ever get a line, if you're ever in a tackle store and you see some of them shirt sets and you're like, buy them for Kyle. Why would someone use those? Be like, Kyle loves them. Yes, and buy all of them, and I will 100% send some cash. At least one sitting around in the house. I keep meaning to give to you. Like a solo hook or a pack of hooks? Just, no, just one. Like It oh. might have been in a pack. And I've got one on a top water that I can give you. Does it work on the top water? Like have you noticed an increase in hook appreciation? I did hook myself in the finger once with it. So it kind of Thanks to works. a Champlain smallmouth. <laughs> so it worked on the smallmouth and then on me. Okay. okay. Um, I don't know if that's a positive. Um. Sam, you've been out there. What do you think a uh, day off is going to do to the fishing? You think this is going to be a good thing, a bad thing? No idea. It depends. Uh, I think overall, I mean, really, honestly, I think it might help um, just because, you know, this area of the country in general just gets a lot of fishing pressure, and especially yeah. on a weekend. Um, <clears throat> you know, a lot of guys had a lot of people around them, you know, local tournaments and stuff. So, so these fish, I mean, they, they've been – really pounded and there's not just a whole lot of places and not all the locals are not fishing some of them are jumping in and doing a little fishing yeah we yeah, yeah. we've seen some some firsthand experience on on some some guys kind of picking up some fish behind everybody but you know it, it, there's just not a lot of places right now that are consistently holding big ones and mm-hmm. i think the guys that have that have been catching them you know you see guys come in with like you know, like my day yesterday, I had, you know, one almost eight pounds, and then the rest were just squeakers. And, yeah. and, you know, those consistent big bags of fish are starting to go down. And I think it's just we've started catching a lot of them, and uh, I don't know how many are left. But I think the day off will will kind of replenish that. Uh, I don't know how many fish are coming or going or whatever, but, you know, I, I think that the, the day, you know, of not having anybody fishing, you know, hopefully with the weather, it keeps locals off too. But, um, I think you're going to see somebody catch a big bag tomorrow that, that, you know, just a fresh yeah. wave of fish that come up. Yeah, so. I think you're right. I mean, uh, well, you and I, we talked about it a little bit this morning, like the Tennessee river is really terrible with like dudes just out fishing, yeah. going in and fishing where tour guys or elite series guys or whatever are fishing. Yeah. And I get it right. It's public body water. You can do what you want. But outside of that, there's not a lot of lakes that we go to that you really see that. Most locals are kind of like, oh, yeah, cool, this dude's fishing, I'm going to watch and learn yeah. something. Or they go back and they're fishing something completely different, right? They're yeah. running the bank, you guys are offshore. But, yeah, man, Rayburn, ooh, there yeah. are some gems down here. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have seen some gems this week. I think about everybody in the top tens had a story about somebody, but... You know, and I mean, it, not everybody's like that. I, I had a couple guys on a place that I wanted to fish, you know, the second day after I had a good day. And I mean, right when I got there, I, I just asked them if I could fish and both of them cranked up and left. So not everybody's yeah. like that. Right, right. And then I, you know, had another experience where the, a guy had actually followed me around on day two and then was sitting on it day three when I got there. Because there, so, there were two tournaments, I think, yesterday or on yeah. Saturday. And yeah, there were definitely like, so I followed Bolton on day three. Yeah. And he kind of mentioned that some of the boats that were around, he had seen on Thursday, right? Just kind of rolling around. And they were fishing kind of the same area. They weren't necessarily on the stuff, but like he would leave and he would kind of, they would creep on in and then they'd kind of leave a little bit if he'd come back. Yeah. A lot of the problem too is a lot of these fish are on such specific like casts where, 
you have to what you're trying to hit is such a small little spot on these especially these offshore places whether it be a ditch a drain or a turn or a point i mean you're trying to hit just like a little bitty spot on it and whether they're actually fishing your exact cast it, it, it's you know sometimes they're not right on it but they're close enough to it where you can't effectively fish it yourself yeah. so that's been one of the biggest problems having people around but it is what it is i mean we deal with it all the time it's it's just i think you see you're gonna see it kind of play a factor you know with the final day you know hopefully having a day off i think it, i think it's gonna help everybody i like okay. it um i guess i kind of would like to talk a little bit about sam as opposed to the lake what do you think kyle well yeah so uh <laughs> i mean we got we got you here right that's right uh, might as well um i guess first off what's it like to be i mean i don't know exactly what your expectations were this season but i don't expect they were to top 10 in your first FLW tour event so yeah. like, what's that been like <laughs> i mean it's been crazy uh you know i mean i fished several series costas and other things and, and you know usually when you do have a top 10 at a tournament like that you kind of have a feeling about it you kind of put something together you know before you get into it and i mean i can tell you straight up a hundred percent coming into this i mean i i had one bite on the place that I'm, I'm catching them on and that is the only thing i had i mean i've spent hours looking at maps i've spent days practicing pre-practicing and i found out of all that one place and that's it and I, I mean my expectations were really to hopefully just catch a limit whether it be spots or little largemouth and just survive and get through and get to toho and you know that morning i mean i pulled up and it was just i mean it was just magic i mean I, i've never had a day like that where it just happens and happens that fast and you know to top it off i mean my last fish of the day was a nine and a half pounder that called a 12 inch spot and it had already cool. been much, yeah. i mean i was happy with the first big one and then the second one came and the third one came and i mean it it just got better and better so it it, it was one of those i'll never forget which is on a quick side note the photos of you catching that nine right it was yeah they were good yeah yeah you got the, there like the right, face right before. the face of like holy crap that just happened. Oh, it was amazing to see. And dude, I'm watching you, and the net and the rods were just a disaster. Oh, I mean, it, it was, was spectacular. It was a mess. I, how is this? How did this just happen? Oh, it was crazy. And the odds of you getting there right before it happened too, man. It was it was fun. I'm, yeah, I'm was glad like, that. Yeah, Sam George is catching it. Well, I guess we'll go check on him. Where's he at? I'm like, oh, I've been right in there before or whatever. And so we roll on in, and all of a sudden. Damn. He just sat down and was like, okay, we'll catch a nine-pounder now and get pictures of it. It was fun. Dude, it was amazing. Um, How are you catching your fish? I mean, uh, granted, we're, I mean, we're not done with it, but you've caught a lot of them. What's yeah, going on? I mean, I'm I'm not going to change anything. I mean, I, if I pull up and catch them, I'm, I catch them. If I don't, I'm still going to grind it out there. I just don't have anything else in this late in the ball game. You know, I, what I found, it's so... It's not even like a pattern. I mean, you could probably, if you knew enough about the lake, you could probably find somewhere else. But with three days of practice, it's just so hard to find something like it. I mean, basically, all it is, it's it's just a little bitty. It's just a little bitty point off of a big flat, big flat covered in grass and everything. And there's a little bit of isolated grass out there, but there's a. It's really unique in the way that there's just a big bare spot in it. And the the thing is, I mean, it's only about a 30 by 30 spot. It's not big at all, but it's 
got like a really hard bottom. It's almost it feels like pea, pea gravel when you're dragging it, whether it be a Carolina rig, a football jig, or cranking it. Um, but I mean, really, everything I've done or weighed in this week has been on a football jig or a crankbait. Um, you know, it, it's the bigger ones have come on a crankbait, and I don't catch near as many as I do like on a football jig or even I've been catching some little ones on a Carolina rig too, just to get the yeah. ball rolling every day um, or a drop shot. But uh, the big ones, each each big one I've caught this week has been on a crankbait, and every single one of them has had it. I mean, just completely choked. So, and I know that. You know, Bolton and uh, several other guys in the top ten, a lot of them are catching their great big ones on a crankbait as well. Yeah, for sure. So one of the, like, kind of my regrets from practice was I kind of started to hear that this the flipping bite's not happening. And I feel like we didn't lean into that enough. And if you look at the top ten, the flipping bite wasn't happening. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> like, when in practice did you decide – Maybe even before you got here, did you decide that, well, as much as this looks amazing and there's miles of flooded cover, that's not where I need to be spending my time. Yeah. Well, man, it, it really came down to, to just one bite. Um, and really, I, I had one other place. Um, it, it's another place I caught two big ones the first day where I started. Um, and it was one bite I had, and it was, it was a good one, like a four-pounder, but I caught them. I just kind of I, I kind of fished a little deep spot just just to keep it honest you know I was running by and I was like you know I haven't really tried that and I pulled up and I grafted it and it looked like there was some down in like 24 or 26 feet which is you know pretty deep for a lake being flooding and coming up six inches a day yeah. that and but I mean they were set up right and I turned around and threw threw a football jig out there and I mean it hit bottom and my line jumped and I swung and it was like a four pounder and that light bulb kind of went off and I started looking around and it was kind of, you know, everybody was up in the woods and, you know, I kind of had that feeling of, you know, maybe some of this is getting ignored out here. And I mean, it was still on classic pre-spawn stuff and it was super deep, but it was almost like those fish, you know, they lived out there anyways. And it was almost like you just put nine additional feet of water on top of them. It seemed like they didn't care. And I think with the weather, you know, if this was in maybe february or march and it started getting warmer and that those fish really started thinking about spawning i think you'd see a lot of them go to the bank and i think that flipping bite would open open uh open up pretty you know pretty hard but i think right now with just all these cold snaps i think those fish are just staying on their normal wintering holes it, it's just they just have more just water tired. on top of them yeah. that's all how your hard spot how deep would that be with minus eight feet i guess or uh, it feet? would really only be I mean, it's about like 14 to 16 up on top of it right now. So, so it'd be I mean, real shallow. it's pretty shallow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll tell you this. I, I mean, it's it's been dry several times because I talked to Castle, Castle Dine for a minute about it. Um, and he, he said that that's one of the few places that actually has pea gravel on this lake, is that one point. So it's just, I mean, it's. Good job finding it. Yeah. It, yeah. Props. That's I, I was <laughs> eating crackers and idling and saw it on side imaging, and it looked like there were some sitting out there. And, Turn around and just, just got a bite and just kind of had a feeling about it. So, hmm. pleasant surprise. That is uh, that is really super cool. You know, it's funny because Bolton found his spot also just by idling and like accidentally yeah. was like, oh, hey, look at those fish. And then threw out and caught one and was like, oh, okay, yeah, no, that's a good one. I'll just keep going. Yeah. I mean, there's like, I, and I haven't talked with a lot of the top 10, but it's uh, funny that I think some of these dudes were pleasantly surprised like you were. Yeah. That, oh, man, there's still fish. 
like out here or they're on this particular little thing and that's kind of all you got and it's also impressive that these little tiny spots have been enough to carry yeah you bolton to <clears throat> yeah like lebrun has really like made use of his local knowledge oh, i yeah. feel like like he is you know he has fished a number of areas in top two yeah. but a lot of the other guys who are doing well like they just found a couple really good spots like, right i think bolton's fished like maybe three spots you know? That's the thing. I think that's going to be your wild card. Is I mean, I think Nick, you know, has a really solid shot. He really wanted to go fishing the, today. He was there. Was everybody yeah. was? Most of the other guys were like, "Yeah, let's fish tomorrow." Yeah, Nick wanted to go. I mean, I think the thing is, is you know, with that, with him having that advantage, it is you know, he has he has areas and like multiple places he can go, and I, I'm he knows what he's doing. You know, he's one of the best oh, yeah. in this area mm-hmm. of the country, and. You know, he's got something in his back pocket he's been saving. I know he has. You know, he, he's he's smart. He knows what he's doing. And, I mean, he he's fished these four-day events and knows how to deal with local pressure and everything. So, he saved some stuff, I'm sure. And the problem, like, and I don't know what Bolton has, but, you know, I know several guys, you know, we just have one or two places and we just don't know what's left. And that's going to be the wild card is, is a guy that has plenty of places to go and kind of understands what's going on i mean i know he spent a lot of time here um before the off limits so he's he's fished it with the lake coming up he knows what they're doing and yeah. understands and we just a lot of us just have like one place and i think that's going to be kind of the death of everybody else so are you predicting nick lebrun wins you're not predicting a sam george victory i don't know <laughs> I, I, I think i'm i'm thinking i'm like 20 pounds behind bolton but man i don't know <laughs> that's what you know we i've shared like my little place i was sharing it with one or two other guys and i mean i was doing the math last night and the fish that i i know of personally that i've seen get caught uh and know of the other guys catching and, and the ones i've caught i mean i did the math and it was just under a 40 pound stringer i mean it was like 39 pounds and like 10 ounces or something so i mean they live those little spots have got them um yeah. it's just you know it, it's so hard for just one person to catch five of them you know it's just it's just such a timing deal you right. know um but they're they're i mean this this place has got them you know yeah, yeah. it's got some giants which i uh, mean i knew rayburn was really good but and they man, showed out this week yeah like the the number of times i've pulled up on somebody and just watched them catch fish after fish after fish it's like yeah it's really been impressive yeah. well it's like kentucky lake ought to be yeah yeah <laughs> used to be yeah we were talking last night at dinner that thrift's winning weight from 14 when we were here oh we like already tied it yeah or something. we're already there yeah and they were like, they were like biting from yeah, what everybody like it was, said it was good like I, and that's what really surprised me is man like i really didn't think it would take but like 17 or 18 a day to win this thing. I mean, practice was tough. Yeah, like, like, that. Like, like, the complaining really level tough. in practice didn't prepare me for a 20-pound a day, or, well, maybe a, a quite a bit more than 20-pound a day, you know, yeah. winning weight. Like, mm-hmm. it prepared me for a maybe scratching 20-pound a day winning yeah. weight because it's Rayburn and somebody catches big ones, you know? Yeah. I think it's very specific, too. I think a lot of guys – you know that only got one or two bites a day in practice you know those same places are the places people are catching them they would just catch one and leave and yeah. there's just not that many places right now that just has a lot of fish on it but when you do find one i mean you have like like one of those 30 pound days um when you do find the right one yeah my boat driver said that there's like on any given day there's one place on rayburn where you can catch a 30 pound bag oh absolutely and like i think that's kind of true and 
it might just come down to on Monday who's on that place. Yeah. Maybe it's I, I you, maybe it's LeBrun, maybe it's both maybe it's somebody else. You know, maybe Tom Reddington is yeah. on that place on Monday. You know what I mean? Which yeah. I've been dying to know. So on day one, you weighed like twenty eight something, twenty eight yeah, like twenty eight five or something like that. Over twenty eight. Yeah. You come in, it's like, dang man, we're all jacked up. We're like, yeah, because we knew you had a big one. And then old stupid LeBrun comes along <laughs> with 29 pounds. Come on, man. I, were you kind of like, for real? I, it didn't bother me that bad. I mean, man, I, I was just really... just 28 pounds. Like, how yeah, bad can you be? I mean, oh, I, I'd be so pissed. I'd be like, what the heck, man? <laughs> well, it, and I mean, man, really, because, you know, after practice, I, I didn't know what was going to happen. So, I mean, I would have been happy with 15 pounds probably. But, you know... <laughs> Having that on your first day, I was on such a high from that. I mean, I didn't care, you know, what happened. And, and the thing was, too, is I knew, you know, I had some boats around me, you know, mm-hmm. just from watching, you know, the score track and everything. Um, you know, I knew that, that there was a chance I'd, I'd have to deal with local stuff the next day and everything. And I, I, I kind of felt like if I was in first, you know, you'd kind of be trying to hold on and it'd be yours to lose. And I just, you know... I didn't know what I, what I had left, so it, it took that pressure off. And you know, okay. after that tough of a practice, after a day like that, I, mean, I knew I could zero and still get a check. So that's fair. I still would have been like, I would have come in, <laughs> I would have been texting buddies like, "Better watch oh, yeah. Wayne, man. I'm about to be leading this thing by like <laughs> seven pounds." And then LeBron would come across, and I'd be like, "Bro, what are yeah. you doing, man?" I actually, when I weighed in, I was like, man, I was like, I'm going to look really stupid tomorrow when I catch six pounds of spots. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be the guy that we all make fun of. <laughs> but I, I will hand it to you, and I mean, you've said it in this interview, you, it, you were never like, yeah, I'm about to do it again, right? It was like, legit could just catch six, seven pounds of yeah. spot of bass tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, that's the way it is, and, and that's what's so crazy. You know, I've never really... You know, like on the Coosa River and stuff, you'll catch big spots and big largemouth together all the time, like up in the grass and everything. I mean, they just live together. Um, but like other places like, I don't know, like the Tennessee River and stuff, you know, I really don't catch that many, you know, big largemouth mixed in with those little spots, mm-hmm. like a little spot. It's like they just don't really live together. That you Spots know, are probably getting eaten too. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like maybe. this week, you know, uh, like it happened with – me, it happened with um, um, Troy Morrow. He said the same exact thing. Yep. Everybody there that caught a big one, one was saying the exact same thing. You'd catch a spot, catch a spot, catch a spot, and then you'd swing and it'd be a nine-pounder. And Mark Rose was doing that a lot, too. When he yes. won here, yeah. or well, not won when Thrift beat him. but When he was like, going to win, yeah. but then didn't win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like he, he was catching a lot of little skipper fish, and then a big one would roll up. Which yeah. is so wild to me. That, uh, like, saw it with Bolton a little bit too. You know, you catch like not spotted bass. He's a little large, large mouth though. Yeah, but it's yeah. like little dink, little dink, little dink. And I feel like I don't know. I'm just thinking of like fishing back home. You don't really have a whole lot of that. Like, yeah. if there's some big ones, they're probably all like remotely big or like say like three to five pounds, right? Yeah. They're all like pretty good ones. It's not like if you beat them up after a while, you might go ahead and catch a 14 inch or 12 inch or something yeah. like that. But like. It, it's wild. Maybe I didn't really. Maybe I noticed it last time and I didn't think much about it. Maybe I don't pay all that much attention about it. But it's it's nuts that we've heard from so many people this week that, oh yeah, 
I catch a little spotted bass, and then I catch a seven pounder. Yeah, and it's weird. There's not a lot of like in between fish. Like the the first day when I had that big stringer, I mean, like I caught a bunch of fish that day. Man, I never caught like a legitimate two and three quarter three pound fish. I mean, they were either fourteen inches or four pounds. Yeah, and it, it's weird. I I don't know why. And was that but they're Fulton together. I, I don't really understand on, it. When you watch them on day two, man, when Fulton was destroying the world, he was. Uh, he was catching all sizes of fish. Yeah. <laughs> he was like catching threes and like just pitching them back, catching fours, just pitching them back. It was ugly, man. <laughs> he had he had it going on. Um, it's like Lambert, he where he's holding like two six pounders on a balance beam. Yeah. <laughs> he there, there was a point where he was like balance beaming four pounders, and he's like, my smallest one's four and a half. I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you poor thing. I've been there. I know. Well, I've witnessed guys doing that. I, I've never personally beamed four pounders, but I have called a four pounder once. It was great. Um, it'll probably never happen again. Knowing me, how I fish. <laughs> um, was that the biggest bag you've ever caught, by the way? Yeah, in a tournament for okay. sure. Yeah. I figure. I know, like you go down to, I guess Falcon, and you probably caught like bigger bags oh, there. Yeah. But We've, actually had, on Derby yeah, Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never had. That was my biggest stringer ever on Derby Day. Now, I mean, fun fishing. We've had bigger, but you know, it, it's those days in tournaments. It's hard to get the stars to line, line up on a tournament day like that. For sure. That's for sure. Also, I want to go back. You never said who you thought was going to win. Oh. <laughs> I'm just checking. I want yeah, predictions from everybody. By the by the way, because we're I going on record, you know. Sure. way, this is a rare opportunity. I'm trying to remember what, how far everybody's down. Nick's behind what? Four pounds? Um, Let me see. I could pull up. Yeah, here you go. Yeah, uh, top three are like. So Bolton's got seventy three thirteen. Lebrun has sixty nine one. Thrift has sixty eight fourteen. So basically tied with Lebrun. Thrift has been getting a little bigger every day too. His weight's been going up, which I feel like is a very scary thing. Yeah. That. Twenty, twenty-three, <laughs> twenty-four, fifteen. Whew. Oh, man. Yeah. Watch out for Brian Thrift. <laughs> he's kind of the kind. He makes magic things happen on on final days too. You know. So. He, he does. I don't know. Kyle man, sees it a lot too. I have witnessed it. I put Kyle. Wheeler like doing the assignments for who's on who for the final day, and I put Kyle on thrift just because of tradition. It I is. was like, I mean, now I also covered him when he got second to Mark Rose on Gunnersville and, and second Travis. to Mark Rose on Travis. But, but I watched know, Cumberland him last year crush it. it. Was like pretty on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. In the rain, oh, and man, so he did cold. catch him those final two days as well. Like it wasn't like he was, he got beat. He did not do well. But again, you look through, like, uh, you're in eighth. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. And, I mean, some of them dudes could have, like, an 11-pound day. Yeah. Right? I mean, the thing Castle is... Castle Nine just, what, two years ago, won on Rayburn, and he was in 10th going into the final day in the Costa, and he caught 30 pounds in a 10-pounder or whatever? Yeah, if this, if this were any other lake, I would probably say, like, the top three are in it, everyone else, yeah. Honestly, cool, if it was just any other lake, you'd probably say Bolton has it. You yeah. know? Well, like, yeah, true. A four-pound lead is should be pretty solid. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, every, I mean, if you think about it, you know, all the guys in the top ten have all had a a pretty dang big one every day. I think Thrift said he had, he hadn't had a great big one. He said he's his, <laughs> well, well, <laughs> a, he in his he, words he has, a giant. I don't think he's had like an eight pounder, but he's had like 
I think a number had, of like yeah. sixes and probably sevens. Yeah, yeah I think he had, had one close to seven yesterday. Yeah, in that twenty-four pound bag. But I mean, the thing is, is like you know, almost and everybody in the top ten's caught a, a great big one, and somebody might catch two in one day. You know, Bolton caught several in a day, but you yeah, know, somebody right. might catch two nine pounders. Somebody might catch three nine pounders. You know, it, it just you just don't know this time of year. I mean, you mm-hmm. might pull on a spot, and you know, like Bolton was hanging. Four and a half and five pounders on a balance beam. I mean, you know, <laughs> you might be replacing those with a nine pounder. I, no, it could happen. I mean, I I would conservatively say that Bolton's going to win it, but I mean, my other two picks would be LeBron or Thrift, obviously. But man, I I kind of feel like there's going to be like a wild card guy that you know catches. I think you might see a thirty pound bag tomorrow from somebody. I just don't know who it'll be. Yeah, I, I kind of agree that I think we could see a really big bag from someone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the thing is, is like, he's got such a big lead on the guys that are like fifth and below, like like me, that if yeah. you, you might have a, one of those career days, like 35 pounds and get beat by one pound. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, you might see something more like than, that. Tut in fourth is essentially 11 pounds back. Yeah. Like, that's a lot to make up even with a 30 yeah. pound bag uh, the way the lake's fishing and like and Chad Warren is he's got 60 so he's 13 back yeah that's a it's hard to do yeah definitely um so who are you picking man it's really hard I'm picking I think I'm picking Terry just cause like yeah. I really want the stars to line up for him like for sure, I like Terry Bolton a lot. Like, yeah. He's a really nice yeah, guy. Too. He's a really good angler. Like he, he kind of deserves a total win. Yeah, you know, I he's agree. been doing this long enough. He's had enough close calls. 168 events. Yeah, he's got like a he's got the most. Win. I think he's might have fished like the most without a the most without events a win. without a win. Yeah, or something like that. Like I man, I think he's going. I think it. he. I think he could do it. Just. Here's the thing. The quantity of four-pounders he threw back, all he has to do is catch him again. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I, You know, my problem is I'm not catching a lot of, like we were talking about, in-between fish. Yeah. You know, they're either big or little. And, you know, a guy that can consistently have that three and three-quarter to four-pound bite, I think that, you know, having a cushion of a lead like that, you know, if he catches 20 pounds tomorrow, LeBron's going to have to catch 24 or 25 yeah. to catch him. And, like, LeBrun, you know, he uh, he had a really big day one. Yep. And he never caught a big one. But his subsequent two days have not been out of this world. You know, he's, yeah. he's kind of had to put something new together, like, both days, or gone a while both, you know, both days to, like, sort of figure it out and, like, you know, catch what he's caught. Mm-hmm. Which, that's not a bad thing, because... You know, he's probably eliminated some stuff, and he has definitely saved stuff. But if he if he had a spot to go catch 30 pounds, I think he might have already. Like, yeah. I think he would have tried to use it by now. And yeah. so I don't know if he's got that huge bag in the tank. I mean, it's Rayburn, he might, and he's Nick LeBrun. But, you know, I, I don't know. Thrift to me, thrift is almost scarier as a challenger. Yeah, than thrift thrift would, would uh, scare me if I was a leader. And I don't think thrift right even has that much stuff, but his starting spot is juicy. Yeah, and he's Brian Thrift. Yeah. yeah. See, I agree on Bolton. Like, I want him to win. I hope he wins. I would love to see him win at some point. 
And I think he's done such a bang up job this week that like it seems like it's his time. Yeah. Yeah. LeBron, you know, he's got that local thing, you run around, maybe do some squirrely things on a Monday and there's not that many people, maybe you know some areas that yeah. Maybe we're super protected that ha- no one's really fished. But yeah, Brian Thrift, like, if I'm going to say who I think's actually going to win, I'm going to go Brian Thrift. Which everyone's probably like, oh, Kyle, man, like, whoa, <laughs> such a wild pick. But like, if he catches a nine pounder, he's going to be at that 30 pound mark with what he's been catching. Well, you know? and when you can increase your catch, that going up every day seems. And I know that sounds crazy saying just catch a nine pounder, but almost everybody in the top five, top six has, mm-hmm. has caught one, or mm-hmm. whether, you know, well, at like, least eight or above. Yeah, I don't think LeBrun has caught like one huge one, and I, I don't think he has. Because day one, he caught like a lot of big ones, but no giant, right? Yeah. I don't know what he. I feel like he I might have a nine two. Yeah. I thought Big Fish was yeah, tied for like nine twelve or eleven or something. Somebody it had an 11 day too, didn't they? Yeah, Andy Wicker. Yeah, so I mean, there's 11 yeah. pounders in this place. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, dude. They're, they're this place there. has got them. I mean, dude, yeah. it, it makes me, uh, coming down here, like, I, I didn't get to cover practice, uh, like, I have in the past. So normally I have, like, a little better gauge on what's going on. By the way, worst practice goers of all time. Saw so, like, a grand total of one <laughs> fish get caught. But <laughs> see, that's the thing. Like, normally, even in the two guys, like, you rode with the. I wrote it as Cecily Powell and Cecil, yeah. So, like, Russell Cecil, dude's pretty good on this. I thought Cecil was going to catch him. Right? Like, I thought he was on the right thing. He had a Carolina rig in his hands a lot. Like, he was he was fishing offshore. He was committed to that. Like, I thought it was going to go down. And day one, he did have a good day. Like, yeah. he caught, like, 18 pounds mm-hmm. or whatever. He caught an 8-pounder. Yeah. Day two, not so much. But it was just, like, the vibe. Uh, dude's complaining, whatever. It definitely more than usual... Uh, at this event, but I, I was kind of thinking like we'll probably be slightly better than the last time, right? Because yeah, someone will catch 25, 26 one day, they'll back it up at like seventeen, and yeah. they'll kind of just even out from there. But yeah, like day one, I was like, geez, and then day two, it was like, what? Yeah, yeah, I was really surprised, and I mean, that's the crazy thing is everybody thinks. Like, you know, everybody thought I was whacking them. Man, I don't know what the deal is. I just found a place. You right, know what I mean? Right. But, like, I think some of those guys, and I, I don't know if they figured out the deal but, or if they just have a place as well. But, mm-hmm. you know, they. I think every, once everybody kind of, you know, in practice, you get a good bite, you leave. And I think a lot of those places, you know, showed out a lot more than everyone expected. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. when you actually settled down and started picking it apart, I think that the big one showed up a lot more than, than we all expected. Which is also scary about Brian Thrift, that when his weight keeps going up every day and he only has, like, a couple of places or two places, something like that. Come with two? <laughs> well, but he's, like, getting more dialed in. Yeah. And he's doing it without an old tricks. He's going OG spot lock. <laughs> It's amazing. Bumping into he's Jody when he's that. retying or drifting towards you. I was, just, I was you. sitting on him on like day one, I guess. And he was, he was calling fish. And he was calling like a two pounder with like a two and a quarter pounder. Like it wasn't a big call or whatever. He's going through them all the way and I'm doing his thing. And like he basically ended up in my lap by the time he was done calling. And I'm on spot like the whole time. I'm like, Brian, what are you doing? Is he a motor guy or something? Mm-hmm. No, he's just got a four tracks. He's got a four tracks. Oh, he's just got four tracks. Two years in a row now. Yep. Like so, and last year he won on Cumberland. The most popular question on live was, "Hey, why does he still have a Fortrex 
This year, most popular question on live, same thing. Well, the funny thing on live is he's they also... He's getting asked about it. They also said, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, he's sitting there and he's spot-locked. He can do what he wants. And then, like, people are commenting on live, like, he doesn't have an old Trex. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, yeah, I guess. No, he he's doesn't. just like... He was I afraid of the technology at first. Like, I think he thought it would break, which I, I get it. Whatever. I get that, yeah. Yeah. You don't want to go out. But, I mean, like, my dude, just put get it up. with the times, yeah. right? Come on. Right. Right. I, I, I can't. I mean... It's dude. It's hard to fish without it anymore. It's like oh yeah, I have a friend you, that doesn't have one. It's like if you go fishing one, without a graph or yeah, or like if you went fishing like with only six foot rods or something. Yeah, it, it just feels like going back in time. It's wild, dude. Yeah. It has been awesome having one on the camera boat this dude, week. Covering tournaments with an Altrex is a deal. Like if you're listening yeah. to this and you are a freelance photographer for fishing. <laughs> You, you should have definitely advertise that you have an Ultrex. Yes. Because <laughs> you'll take better photos. 100%. It's 100%. amazing. Uh, this segment was also brought to you by Minkota Ultrex. Uh, if only, right? right? Wouldn't that be great? Here's the thing. Minkota doesn't need to sponsor anybody. They just, they Gosh, shouldn't. Yeah. No. They, look, like, they just make the best thing, you know? Yeah, that was yeah, a game changer. I mean, for offshore fishing, I mean, that was like... Oh, yeah. Know, I mean, that, like, flipped the world upside down with that. Dude, offshore fishing, culling, uh, retying. Yeah. Eating sandwiches while you go from one side of the cove to the other. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I feel like not enough people utilize the continuous and just let it keep riding. Yeah. Yeah, the, it's, dude, it's so great. It's great trolling. It's really good, too. Like, if you have somebody that doesn't really fish much, or, like, kids or something, you know, and you're fishing, you know, like, a point or something, you just put it on spot lock, and you can let them yeah, fish. Yeah, get out of the way. Or, like, younger, like, high school anglers that, you know, are, are newer to it and don't know how to run a trolling motor. Heck, I've done it before. I've just sat there with a remote and just yeah. drive them around. I guess it's also <laughs> changing the spectator game for anyone on the water watching you guys fish, yeah. because... Yeah. You look at people sitting out there, everyone's sitting out in the driver's seat, trolling motor in the water, remote in hand, spot lock, or you got to move a little bit, they're just beep, 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 yep. putzing around, sipping on Cokes and whatever. Oh, yeah. It's I've a, caught many fish sitting with a drop shot with my feet in the water in the summertime <laughs> at home. Just fun fishing. It's also good for lakes where you uh, aren't allowed to use your big motor. Yeah, like, oh, I've been sure. going to in Illinois. And put it on like a hundred, and just... I put it on hundred. I just cruise around the lake at two point seven miles per hour. Graph. I'm like, oh, I graph, and yeah. then like I get to places, and I'm like, all right, this is the shore I'm gonna fish. Yeah, and I go back at night. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a deal. Um, all right, so we've sort of got picks from everybody. Did you pick somebody or not yet? Uh... I won't push you, man. You're in the tournament. You can't. I mean, you can pick want... yourself. I'm going to have to, ooh, I don't know if I'm going to pick myself because then I'll look really bad. I'll actually legit catch six pounds of spots. Watch him, watch him catch like 35 pounds tomorrow. Yeah. I'll probably catch 35 pounds and Bolton will beat me by a pound or something. Yeah. Nah, I, I'm, I'm going to pick Terry. I, I think he's due. You know, I, he's a he's an awesome guy, awesome fisherman. I, I love, you know, just, you know, watching like Wired to Fish and things with all his videos and everything. Oh, he does. He's, he's, he's so good teacher. at talking about fishing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, he's one of those guys I've looked up to for a long time as well and learned, learned a lot just watching his stuff and everything. So I, I think he's due. I think he's, I think he's going to do it. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I think he'll, he'll whack another big bag. I blade it'll be uh, it'll be fun to see why do we call him blade i don't i don't know that that story i want to hear that <laughs> well he just really likes fishing a spinnerbait like uh, he yeah. loves it he and does it cumberland last year and he was two years ago two years sorry yeah he was smoking him on a spinnerbait yep i was like you know what i'm just gonna nickname him 
So I started using it. Oh, Blade. Mm-hmm. It works, too. Like, I don't, he have kinda, you ever asked him if he's into it? Oh, he loves it. Oh, okay. His friends all love it, too. Like, <laughs> it hasn't gained as much popularity as I want it to. And this, and honestly, this week, he's catching on a crankbait, which is a bit of a bummer. You can call him Crank now. <laughs> well, that's Jesse Wiggins. Oh. But, we'll, call, we'll call him Blade. We'll call him Plug. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. Plug. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, I... I, I dig it. I think it's a it's a pretty solid nickname. Oh, we got some football going on over here. Yeah, there's some fumbling happening. Okay. It looks like Alabama. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we got Saints Eagles. Do you think you guys have a rooting interest in this? No, my uh, team either. My team let me down this week. <laughs> yeah, I care more about this game than I did the Patriots and the stupid Chargers. Yeah. Because I mean, the Patriots are the worst. Hey. Uh, interesting fact about the Chargers: uh, Philip Rivers actually went to high school in my hometown. What? Mm-hmm. No kidding. His family still lives there and everything. You should write him a letter. Be like, "Hey, bro, do you know uh, how many kids he has?" Eight. He's got like, yeah, eight or nine. He's got a ton of kids. Golly, he's got a pile a, of them. That's yeah. a lot of kids. Right. So if there's something in the water where he went to school, I mean, in yeah. your future, you, you, you may have, have a lot of kids. I mean, we do have kids. a nuclear plant nearby. So. <laughs> But we're, we're upstream of it, though. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, by like two miles. So were you rooting oh, yeah, for the saying. Chargers? Do what? Were you rooting for the Chargers? No, no, I, I don't. I don't really watch NFL much. I, no, I'm an. I was. I was an Alabama fan. <laughs> no, not anymore. No, I Go Tigers. That's right. No, we. Uh, I figured. I figured when our with our game starting the way it did, it was only going to go downhill. So. Yeah, dude. I was watching it, and I'm like, there's no way. There's no way this is happening right now. I had so much fun watching that game. I after. Too. I was rooting for Clemson, I'm not going to lie, but, yeah. I mean, Roll Tide. After. after. <laughs> <laughs> but Roll Tide. After my, fun to say. After my day one, I walked in here, I said, well, I said, somebody from Alabama might bring home a trophy this week. <laughs> Gosh. No, it is what it is. All righty. Um, well, we've talked for about 40 minutes now, which is great. I love it. I hope people listening love it. Um, shall we about wrap this up? What do you think? Well, I don't know. Is there anything else we want to know about Sam? Like, I mean, we got him here, right? That's true. Because we, we well, I, mean, I know, I know I, some things about Sam already. I've stayed at a house with Sam for like multiple days before. Oh, I know. You guys are so cool. I'm Party just saying, house. like, I don't have, yeah, that was never again oh, there's too I, much know. going on that week for me we know <laughs> when was this and where was this Smith, Smith Lake, Lake oh in the fall. you won it too didn't you no I won it with, like two years before that oh oh so no, was Brad I, Knight there yeah yes. I missed a check was Schrader there yes. yep oh yeah okay <laughs> I missed a uh, I missed a check by like I, honestly I probably missed a cut in that tournament by one fish cause it sucked Oh, it and was I bad. lost two keepers on day two, so I was could have gone better, bro. Come on, hey, it happens. You lose fish. Mm-hmm. I mean, not necessarily on shaky heads, because like usually they stay pegged pretty good, especially when they're keepers. But should have just thrown a wacky rig senko. They just swallow it and you just freeze full it. Done that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've caught big ones there on a wacky rig senko before. Yeah. Uh, but maybe maybe we just go rapid fire for for quick bit okay uh, let's do it just like all right uh, some people know this how old are you 23 okay that's super young super young when did you baby. when uh so you like mostly fish bass opens when did you how old were you when you fished your first one 
Uh, I fished my first one. I was like 17. <laughs> no, I, I, no I, I'm trying to remember. I think I fished one or two when I was 17, just some of the closer ones, just to kind of figure out, you know, just kind of learn a little bit, you know, figure out if that's what I really wanted to try to do, you know, because, you know, everybody wants like, to be a professional fisherman until you try. You right. Know? And then it gets so, really expensive. Yeah. Yeah, then you're like, dang. Um, who taught you how to fish? Uh, I mean, mostly my dad, and you know, man, I, I grew up just in that area of the country. I mean, it's fishing's a way of life. Yeah, in that part of and so, you know, I, I I basically would come home and do my homework, and somebody would take me fishing, um, just family, friends, and things. Or if you know, it's I just, good that you did your homework. There's some fishermen who probably didn't do their homework. Yeah. Well, I said <laughs> I, that might have been reversed. Let me say uh-huh. I go fishing and then do my homework. A lot. In class but, the next day. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Minutes yeah. before it's due. <laughs> I've been right. there. Kyle, what do you... Uh, favorite snack on the boat? Oh, probably peanut butter crackers. Ritz. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Ritz peanut butter crackers. Oh, okay. They're, they're kind of salty. Yeah. That's how I found that spot this week. I was idling eating crackers. Are you trying to get a Ritz sponsorship right now? Because that'd be sweet. I don't even need money. I just need free crackers. I'd probably pay for it. <laughs> pay for itself. <laughs> So, I know a guy who works for, it's uh, like Frito-Lay, but mm. they do, I think they're Austin crackers. They're not Ritz. Yeah, they're good too. Okay. Especially the cheese. Cracker kind of The cheese and peanut butter. Wait, mixed together? Yeah, the, the orange crackers with like peanut butter. It tastes like a cheese. Oh, egg. okay. Yeah, no. Oh, I, yeah. I wouldn't I have said they like taste like cheese, cheese, but I knew the or- oh, I knew they were orange. Butter. No, that's I was gross. like, we got yeah. some Because, <laughs> you know, they make the peanut butter and jelly ones. You, wanna you my, can get those. You want to know my signature snack at home, huh? Yeah. Goldfish and peanut butter. That sounds You just dip them in the peanut butter? Really yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. Okay. I get on board with It's legit. Ooh. Okay. All right. Um, what is people like these? What's your biggest largemouth you've ever caught, and what's your biggest spotted bass you've ever caught? Uh, largemouth. While we're at it, well, I was gonna get the two like more obvious ones. Oh, I thought the two lamer ones. (laughs) (laughs) So the largemouth was eleven four. I caught it at Falcon in twenty two thousand. Might have been oh nine. I was young. I was only like twelve or thirteen. We went on a family trip down there and caught a giant. It was back when just Falcon was dumb um biggest spot i don't really know i know it's not necessarily I, something you keep track of unless yeah, you think it's like a huge one i know i weigh like fours yeah know? i caught like a five one on the coot on weiss a long time that was that was a long time ago too but i mean it was kind of the same deal i think i've i have one on smith that might have been close i caught on an alabama rig i mean like when that first came out but i didn't have a scale but I don't really keep spot bass though. I don't really keep track of spots. <laughs> All right, do you keep track of smallmouths? Yes. Oh, yeah. that one. Oh, uh, hey, we might have found something here. Yeah, huh? I've had does live bait count? That's oh what yeah, it does. Sure, man. If live bait counts, I caught an eight three this we past we March. We talk about tip up fishing a lot on this podcast. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. Eight three. What what kind of bait? A shiner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> were you just like freelining it, or is this on a drop shot? Or yeah, like, was this strategic? Well, since we were talking about the old tricks earlier, I was sitting on the front deck of my boat on a five-gallon bucket on spot lock with my fishing rod sitting between my legs and caught an 8-3 smallmouth. I swear, it's all on camera, too. Gosh. And, uh, but no, if we're not talking about, about that, I had a seven... 
I think she was, what was, what was the second one? I had a 7-Eleven on Wheeler on a crankbait once. That's a big, small and, and So the, you frequent like Wheeler, Pickwick, Wilson, that region yeah, of yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. giant smallmouths. Were, yeah. they, were they actually like, racy kind of fish, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, I mean, it's all, when, you, when we're talking smallmouth, like in our area, you know, the guys up north listening, you know, it, like if they saw what we were doing to catch smallmouth, they'd be mind blown. It's nothing like up north. It's not you know, a drop shot. Yeah, yeah I mean this is current, little, little heavy cooler. current. You know, big swim bait. I mean, we catch them on like a seven inch bastrix. We'll have six pound smallmouth with a bastrix down the back of their throat. Um, Dude, it's amazing how deep, a, even like a three pound smallmouth can get like a six inch swim. Oh, bait. it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know how they do it, yeah. but they can choke it. Yeah, we I throw us like a big seven inch, like just hollow belly a lot, and I mean. We do. I do that mostly trying to catch largemouth out of it. But man, you'll get some of those great big giant smallmouth, like six pounders. And I mean, it looks like they make it look like a four inch swim bait the way they get it. I mean, it'll be completely gone. It's amazing. Gosh. But that's cool. They don't do that up north. <laughs> no. I have tried to catch them on that up north, and I just can't seem to get them to eat that giant swim bait. It's I, annoying. In the fall, on the lax, I've caught some on like five and six inch swim baits. Yeah. I throw a five inch a lot. A lot of it has to do with, you know, just the Tennessee River. You know, their primary forage in the wintertime is like big gizzard shad in that yeah. in that current. You know, they're not eating they're not eating like little thread fin in that current. They're eating big, like eight and nine inch gizzard shad. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. That was a good question. I like that. Yeah, sparks some good. Uh, what's your favorite lake? Ooh, man. That's a toss. Fun up. fishing lake or tournament fishing lake? Or both. I don't know. I mean, it's the same for me, but uh, Champlain's probably my favorite, just because. Hey, smart man. <laughs> well, the thing, I mean, like when I really started, you know, trying to pursue a career in tournament fishing, that was like the first place I ever had a top twelve, and you know, I've had, I've had like a fourth, a tenth, and I, I don't. Well, I missed a check this last time we were up there for another tournament, but it's always just been really, really good to me, and it's always been real special because of that, and. Tournament wise, that's my favorite. Yeah, I mean it's amazing. There's not a lot of places where, I mean, you can do it like on the Tennessee River, you know, like Pickwick and stuff. But there's just not a lot of places where you can go catch 20 pounds of smallmouth and literally go 50 yards out away from where you are and catch 20 pounds of smallmouth. And and that's one of those places you can do that. So, but other than that, probably, I mean, it it, probably Lake Falcon is definitely my favorite. That makes sense. I really want to go there. Yeah, oh, you need to you need to see it, and, and it's gotten a little tougher since it's heyday. You know, it, it went through a dry spell, but it's it's coming back, and it's we went this past April, and it was pretty dumb. Cool. <laughs> I bet. All right, we're gonna three of us road trip. We're going to Falcon. We got a place to stay. We've got a cabin down there. Boom. Sold. All right, let's say no more. Tomorrow or I mean, we're halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We'll just start driving after weigh-in. When I yep. came pre-practicing here, I brought my little brother with me. He's he just turned eighteen a few days ago, but he uh, he was mad because we we're here and it was pouring rain, and he looked up the weather in Zapata and it was like eighty-five and sunny. And he was like, <laughs> "We're only seven hours from it. Let's go there." <laughs> Man, Texas is huge. Gosh, yeah, it is. Gosh. All right, I like it. I feel a little better. We learned some more stuff about him. I mean, we keep going if you want to. I mean. I don't necessarily have like any super other burning questions. 
because I'm just ready to like see how the year goes, I guess, and go fishing yeah. tomorrow too. I want to see that. Word. But finish this tournament out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like. I mean, it's gonna be fun tomorrow. I'm yeah. excited. I think somebody's really like. I'm expecting kind of one of those firework kind of days where you know you don't really expect what's gonna happen until it starts happening. I think you're gonna see some guys all of a sudden yeah. just go from like way down here, just do, 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 getting closer and closer, really, really fast. I like it. So. I hope so. All right. Well, that being the case, uh, Sam, please uh, plug any social media or anything that you wanna want to, want to direct people towards. Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, probably Instagram is the best place to really keep track of everything and follow. I don't really use Twitter a whole much or a whole bunch. I, I don't That's know why. Smart. But yeah. uh, good for you. I use Facebook some as well. Instagram, you know, just Sam George Fishing. Um, you can go follow me there. I'm pretty frequent on it and. Now that we're fishing in, I slow down on social media, you know, in the off season, just because you know we're not on the road and doing stuff. But now, I mean, you know, you can like keep track of everyday things. stuff now. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, that being the case, then first of all, thanks for letting us come to your abode to uh, record a podcast. That's right. Yeah. Um, if you're listening, uh, and it's Monday, make sure to watch FLW live because it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I think you'll see some fireworks there. Yeah. Uh, Watch weigh in, um, all that sort of stuff. FLWFishing.com is a place for that. Mm-hmm. And I guess that'll about do it. Kyle and I obviously didn't get a podcast out ahead of the tournament. We're going to do another one after the tournament, probably uh, Wednesday, Thursday. We'll get something up for you. Oh, yeah. We need to figure out. We, we got a bunch of picks from you from you guys. And Oh, yeah. For the fantasy fishing. Well, yep. sort of secret fantasy fishing. Yeah, we got Under the, the picks. radar fantasy fishing. I've got them written down. Have not done any work for who's going to win that yet. Yeah. So, but just so everyone that's listening is probably like, oh, "Well, you guys didn't do a podcast before. How are we supposed to know if you got our emails? We got them. We, we got, got them. We're working a lot on of people pick Dickie Newberry. Yeah. That, so if you didn't pick Dickie Newberry, you probably did well. Did we anybody just, pick me? I don't know. I, we made we mandated that there was there was that one person that you had to pick a rookie. Yeah. And Ooh. Dickie Newberry's a rookie is the thing. So it kind of like played. I thought there was a Sam George in there, but maybe I got somebody just... some points. Yes, I hope you did. Yeah, I hope whoever picked me, if you're listening, I got your back. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, I love it. Maybe you could. Uh, we were gonna send the winner uh, possibly like a little goodie bag. Maybe you can give some of them little bottles of G juice. That's right. We can. Yeah. We I think we, we could. I mean, look, if the winner picked Sam George at Toho, we'll just get like maybe like a Sam George autograph or something like Ooh. shoot it off, right? That's right. You That's know, maybe we idea. could do that with whoever wins. We could at Toho, we could get like their entire team to like autograph a hat or something like that. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's fun, right? Man, that is fun. We're coming up with ideas. ideas. This is good. We should Dream hang team. around Sam more. We <laughs> yeah, we're having good yeah. ones. All right. Uh, that being said, uh, watch the Derby. Uh, go to the website. And thanks for tuning in. Yeah, see you.